This could be the sound of a plane. This could be the sound of a dog barking at the moon. This could be the sound of a pancake being beaten by a frisbee. Surprise! Our auditory senses delve deeper in the human psyche than what was previously known. Senses and senses make a lot of sense if you're sensing the truth. But what truth are we striving for? Is there soul truth out there? Or is Bobby Fletcher, the Johnson's next door neighbor, just a big fat liar? This is Cutting Through the Cracks. This is Cutting Through the Cracks. Journalism was a big building block for the formation of the aristocrats in Niagara Falls, 10,000 BC, what we now refer to in modern times as Wisconsin, Delaware. Tupperware was the main currency used during these ancient and civilized times and still has a tangible impact on the world's exchange rate. Susan Bentley owned a majestical tropical island first to Nevada, but sold it for Tupperware. Upon receiving the letter from Susan, the lawyers responded with a quick, you go girl. A new intern at the law firm went on record saying, it would be extremely uncomfortable wearing a penis on my skull. The main lawyer, Jonathan, debated that if he were to be sent back in time and had to fight a triceratops, it might come in handy. The stenographer stopped typing for a second and added, if you add a spiky Prince Albert, your chances of winning would certainly improve. The barrister then proceeded opening up a Tupperware container, exhibiting a few items and said, something like this would work. <laughs> the first Prince Albert was discovered in the Great Barrier Reef in Venice. He was the son of King Jonathan III. Prince Albert was a curious boy and he invented toys just before the Cretaceous period. He would use sticks, stones, building blocks from the industrial complex, the next town over, and mud. From these simple items, Prince Albert created the first toy ever. He called it a 3D puzzle of the Grand Canyon. This led to a worldwide search for new toys that rifled the gold rush. Miners quickly dropped their tin pans, pickaxes, spades, shovels, wheelbarrows, felling axes, trowels, iron wedges, crowbars, metal buckets, and cradles to go toy developing. And this created the first financial boom in the Southwest Hemisphere. Today, Prince Albert is known as a pioneer, the godfather of toy invention, and is commonly referred to in the history books as Prince Albert. Later that evening, in 6000 AC, 
Prince Albert started the first Toys R For Us store. This gained massive popularity among the surfer crowd and the biggest store was erected and situated in Buenos Aires. In the store, a janitor named Francis saw the potential in toy making and decided he will quit his janitorial job and start building model cars just for himself. He started by buying wood, then stealing some wood, and then borrowing some wood. He had a ton of paint stored for emergency purposes. He crafted and painted model cars for 55 years, and the fumes of the paint made him very, very dizzy, to the point where he became a novelist and wrote short stories about a ruthless gang of ice cream truck drivers. They ran the streets of St. Francis Bay from 1805 till 2002. Even the children and parents alike were very scared. The ice cream was out of this world. Yummy yum yum for my tum tum tum. They had 22 flavors to choose from and the favorite among the public was the strawberry and raspberry combination. They sold over 5,000 liters in one single week a record they hold dear to their hearts. The thug gang of ice cream drivers aren't always vicious with malicious intent. <laughs> they often have hearts of gold and nothing made them happier than selling strawberry and raspberry ice cream to kids and parents alike. Oh boy! Their slogan was, ice cream is the best cough medicine. It's yum yum for your tum tum. Come down to one of our trunks and try one of our 22 flavors and have the best taste bud experience of your fucking life. Or buy a shiv as a birthday present for your next door neighbor. If a customer complained about the flavor, they would quietly ask them to meet them in the back alley of the gas station next to the coffee shop. They would sit them down. They had rope and duct tape that they kept in a duffel bag. They would tell the Unhappy customer, we have rope and duct tape in a sexy duffel bag. We also work in construction. That's for a project later today. We are creating a chandelier out of rope and duct tape for a client in the Upper East West Side. And they would explain quietly, sincerely to the client, complaining about the inadequate flavors, that they are running an honest business and it hurts their feelings when someone complains in front of the other customers. One ice cream gang member viciously opened his switchblade, carved an apple, and had a quick light lunch. Afterwards, they would then open a piece of paper, hand it to the customer, and ask them to read it aloud. It was a complaints form. If you had any grievances with the servers or products, you could fill in the form, put it in the box on the counter of the ice cream truck, and they would reply as quickly and swiftly as possible. As the relieved customer got up and started to walk away towards his family, one of the gang members stopped him. He slowly and nervously turned around, and little Pete, the head of the operation, said to the customer, listen very carefully. Next time you go for a jog in the summer, 
and it gets a bit too hot in your downstairs bits, buy a scoop of our vanilla ice cream and put a dab on your Prince Albert and you'll have the best jog of your life. Jogging with ice cream on your downstairs bits is awesome and exhilarating. Decencies apply.